Oh, of yeah, course. Right? Bungie Composer is found in contempt of court. You, Fatsack, posted a lot of very legal, very um, heavy documents in oh, our... Yeah. I was talking Discord. to my dad about this earlier today. It's like, fuck, this is a news-heavy week. Like, not even, like, cool announcement or trailer shit. Like, actual boring adult news. <laughs> yeah, Lawsuits, <laughs> human rights. Lawsuit, lawsuit, fuck. <laughs> You're not wrong. However, I think this particular story is actually kind of interesting, which is why I wanted to share it in the first place. Explain why, please. So, um, the article that we shared is from Eurogamer. Former Bungie composer Marty O'Donnell found in contempt of court over use of Destiny assets. Ah, interesting. Wait, wait. Yes. So, Marty O'Donnell... Uh, who originally worked on the soundtrack for Destiny. He was also a former Bungie uh, employee um, who was the person who did all of the music for Bungie's stuff. Like, he created the Halo theme. Like, that's the dude who did that. Mm -hmm. um, Big time. Yeah. So, a while ago, uh, in, like, 2014, O'Donnell and Bungie had a falling out and he was actually fired uh and it ended in like a lawsuit where o'donnell had to like give all of the work that he had done over to bungie and he couldn't associate himself with that music anymore because of like the the licensing and the way that all of that ip franchise stuff worked out mm -hmm. and so Crappy. uh a that happened, and O'Donnell went on to create a whole new video game company with another former Bungie employee, and they started working on a completely different kind of game, just completely separate from all of the Bungie stuff, first-person shooter, Halo, Destiny stuff, and went off and did their own thing. Uh, years later, O'Donnell uh, was putting together some Patreon stuff, some behind-the-scenes things. He had a band camp where you could listen to some of his music and all of that. And he put together uh, a couple of tracks that were musical sketches, is what they're called, of what would become Music of the Spheres, which is the main theme, musical motif thing that they used in Destiny. And uh, he put it out there for people to be able to listen to. I don't think he actually made people pay for it. I think it was a free download and everything like that. But um, yeah, so he put that out there for people to listen to and people to download and all of that stuff. And uh, Bungie fucking whap, bopped him with the legal stuff because technically he was supposed to hand all of that over uh, when he left as part of the original agreement for the first time he was in legal trouble with Bungie. And so uh, they sued him, sent DMCA strikes to his Patreon, his Bandcamp, all of the places that he had put posted that music, and uh, yeah, so it was a it was kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but they went to court, and the court agreed that uh, yeah, you kind of fucked up, O'Donnell. Sorry, Marty. <laughs> and so. <clears throat> He uh, basically has to pay for a bunch of stuff. He's also uh, has to publicly denounce himself Holy on fuck. all social media, saying wow. that he made a mistake. <laughs> and 
that uh, all of the things going forward belong to Bungie, and I am very sorry. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> Uwu. That is excessive. Holy right? tomato. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I heard that, and I was like, what the fuck went on with Marty O'Donnell and Bungie back in 2014 that it got this fucking petty? Right. <laughs> and like... so I looked into it, and there's a whole fucking history of shit that went down that explains how things got so fucking petty. <laughs> Why? So, uh, what was it? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm so curious. Basically, back when Bungie. Uh, was making Destiny back when it was still in pre-production and hadn't yet been released. O'Donnell was the sound director uh, for Bungie. So he was working on the soundtrack. He was working on a whole bunch of other stuff, including like voice acting. He had a whole bunch of fingers in pies, as it were, for everything having to do with the sound design for that game, right? So, yeah, pre-2017 we're talking. That's when yes. Destiny was released, or was that Destiny 2? Uh, Destiny 2, I think, was in 2017. I think Destiny was like 2014. 2014, yep, pardon me, pre-2014, yep. Yeah, so... Basically, Destiny was not doing too hot. Uh, they had done it a big announcement, and, um... There was teasers, and all of the E3 stuff, and everything like that, but... The big... Trailer that was shown for Destiny turned out to be not from Bungie themselves. Activision Blizzard... That Activision Blizzard... ...were the publishers for this particular game, and they got a little impatient waiting for all of the problems that this game was having. They wanted to hit a very specific deadline. And Bungie was having issues because they were running into, like, gameplay mechanic problems. They were running into story issues. All sorts of stuff. So much so that they actually, like, reverted back and, like, started basically from scratch in a lot of places to start working over on the game. And, uh, yeah, uh, their publisher was just like, oh, no, that's fine. We'll just release a trailer anyways. <laughs> and so they had their people put together some music and in-game voiceover that doesn't actually exist and some footage using some of the test footage that they already had. And that's what the E3 trailer that year for Destiny was about. And it was, everyone was super hype. Everyone was like, oh, this game looks dope. <laughs> and O'Donnell uh, tweeted out because he was a little tiffed about that. He was just like, so I just want to let you guys know, because there were some people who were just like, this music seems really fucking bland <laughs> for this trailer. And he's like, yeah, that's because we didn't have anything to do with it. And that got him in a lot of trouble. Okay. It got him in a lot of trouble because he, at that time, Bungie had just like cut ties from Microsoft and was going off and doing its own thing and, you know, free from their Halo overlords and everything like that, and this was their first game out the running, and they wanted to get it right, but they were fucking it up. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, him, O'Donnell, Marty here, is sort of being one of the leaders, supposedly, in this group, stepping out of line and yeah. not, not uh, falling in with the general consensus of, we gotta do this right, and it's gonna be great, and everyone's gonna love it, uh, put a target on his back, essentially. 
And from that, it sort of created a wedge. And, you know, people, drama, all of that stuff basically got to the point where Bungie was just like, you know, Marty, I don't think you're doing, I don't think you're, I don't think this is working out. And Marty's like, you know, I don't think this is working out either. And uh, yeah, he got fired. Like just one day went in to get coffee. They're like, we need to talk. He's like, ah, got it. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, I already packed my desk. Actually, he literally had, like, throughout the entire month, he thought he was going to get shit-canned every day. And so he just started packing stuff and bringing it home, because he just saw the writing on the wall. And so, yeah, um, as part of that firing, he was told, as part of, like, his uh, severance package, he had to give back all of the material that he had made for Destiny. And, yeah, and couldn't do anything else. And so, yeah, it got real fucking petty. <laughs> and then sometime after that, uh, he continued to be vocal on Twitter and stuff like that. And Bungie slapped him with a lawsuit and they went back and forth for a little bit. And uh, yeah, and then and now, a couple years later, we have this. And it's just, uh, it's just a big shit show, which is really interesting. Cause like, again, Marty O'Donnell was like one of the OGs of for Bungie. Yeah. And has like completely <laughs> just separated himself as, as far as association goes. That's, I mean, it's kind of funny because, you know, companies as they go on, they get bought out by other companies and whatever. And then very little of that original company remains, right? Usually it gets broken up and people leave because they're like, well, we sold it off. I don't want to be part of this thing yep. anymore. They lost the vision, whatever. So, yeah, he's one of the OGs, yeah, but, uh, yeah, he, he clearly didn't align with what they wanted, which was much more corporate, maybe, uh, if I could say it that way, a much more structured environment where he was kind of more just free-flowing, whatever. But I understand the whole defamation thing. Like, they want to make the appearance that they're professional putting together this product. And he's like, it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of, I don't know what's happening. I'm not a part of this. And, okay, yeah. whoa, yeah. bro, don't get people freaked out. But uh, it kind of reminds me, this whole situation, just in general, of the whole id software uh, Mick Gordon thing, where mm. they, for Eternal, Doom Eternal, they reused a lot of the tracks from the original one, and they were really poorly compressed and just didn't sound oh right. That's, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, so apparently they didn't allow him to be the uh, sound engineer like yeah. he was in the first one. So some of these tracks don't have an engineered high-def version. Yeah. Right. Well, it, further than that, it, it's, it's, it's a little bit of egg on both of their faces, essentially, in the id and Gordon situation for the soundtrack, because Gordon was contracted to do the soundtrack as, like, an independent contractor, as a lot of people will be in the industry. And uh, was given a set deadline for when the soundtrack needed to be put together and delivered so that all of those tracks could be mastered properly and go on to the super ultra mega chocolate edition deluxe yeah. soundtrack version of the game that they were giving out as physical releases. So they were giving out physical releases of a soundtrack ahead of when the game was dropping. So they needed it earlier than the game was actually going to be coming out. And so the problem became... Gordon couldn't meet that particular deadline. And so it became a big issue where he had a bunch of temp tracks that weren't fully mastered 
the way that they had been done for all of the other tracks, like in the first game. And so one of the audio engineers for id ended up putting together those tracks and mastering them with the temp files that they had available at the time that Mick had already delivered. And so that's why those particular tracks don't have the same fidelity or the same soundscape uh, that some of the other tracks do. And it's because it had a very specific deadline that Gordon wasn't able to meet. (laughs) And because of that, you know, things kind of got messy. And then there was some blame shifting back and forth. And then eventually Ed was like, okay, all right. Uh, we're just not going to be working with Gordon in the future. Yeah. And so that's where, that's where that comes from. Chad Mossholder was the guy. He was the fallback solution. I'm kind of reading an article here about it. Yes. And he took what he had and he mixed it together and he took older tracks and threw them in there that people liked. Because uh, fucking Doom soundtrack rocked, dude. It's amazing. I listen to it still. I'm, wow. I listen to that too. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a great soundtrack. But yeah, it, 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 this, what you're saying, is a little bit more crazy where they're like, you got to publicly denounce yourself and you got to do all this stuff. Um, right, right. Uh, so as part, as part of Marty O'Donnell from Bungie's mm-hmm. departure, as part of his like departure from the company, he had to return all materials for his Music of the Spheres, which is the name of the track and the soundtrack for Destiny. Yeah. And it's in this new lawsuit that he essentially lost, they said that all materials include not just like the final product for Music of Spheres, but all versions, components, and variations of the tracks Damn. that have in any way <laughs> involved in the creation of the music of the spheres or the destiny soundtrack that's and so that's wow that's why him putting together these musical sketches that later became something else is is why he got in trouble it's because those musical sketches were supposed to have been given over to bungie and he wasn't supposed to be distributing them how do they know though i mean was this like something well, that was so well documented they, and, and they could follow this the timeline marty o'donnell put out on his YouTube channel and his band camp something calling it, like, the Music of the Spheres inspiration or musical sketches. Like, he specifically was just like, these tracks here led to Music of the Spheres. That's tough, dude. That's, that's... Right? Man, that's tough. <laughs> it inspired it, okay, but that doesn't make it, like, the, the impetus. It doesn't make it, like... Right. This so, was the clear start of this song. There is you know? an album that he had released on his Bandcamp and YouTube called Sketches for M-O-T-S. That's <laughs> what he called it. Yeah. <laughs> and all of the music in there were musical sketches that later would be variated or transformed or evolved into the soundtrack for Destiny. And uh, yeah, that crazy. wasn't that's a big no-no. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I so I saw that going down, and I was just like, that's really weird. Because, like, weird. on one side, it seems like O'Donnell and Bungie have, like, some weird, petty, personal drama bullshit going on. But then it's, like, being dragged out into court, and and people are now talking about it in the news articles. So I decided to dig a little deeper, and yeah, that's the situation. Like, the, some shit went down years ago <laughs> when he left. That left some real bad blood between the two. And, uh, yeah. And then technically, he kind of didn't do what he said he was going to do. 
Was that and the, so? Was that he the lost contract? that lawsuit? Probably. I can't I hear you, Des. I can't hear you, buddy. Nope. 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 So <laughs> I'll fill in while Des fix the audio issues. But like, you are contracted to create a product. There you go. So nope. uh, staticky. I don't know what's going on. Check your plugs. Nope. Um. So you're, you're contracted to create a product, and he delivered that product, which is the final song. But if mm -hmm. in the contract it states, like, we need, like, every inch of your work up to that point, that's excessive, for one. But, yeah, I mean, if it's contractually Honestly, it's not yeah. that it's not that uh, uncommon for um, people who are contracted under companies to have intellectual property being owned by the original company while you were employed yeah. there. Any yeah. and all intellectual property. Like, in the tech company specifically, there are lots of companies that are just like, oh, while you work for us, anything you make belongs oh, yeah. to us, regardless yeah, I remember of whether was, uh, it was done on work hours or not. Little pleb at Apple, and they made you sign it. Like, dude on the street working on retail, they were like, hey, yeah, you signed this over. If you come up with any idea, it's ours. We get exactly. legal yeah. rights over it. Like, and fuck. so it, it feels like that's probably the video game soundtrack sense, yeah. equivalent of any music that you create while working as the head sound designer at Bungie belongs to Bungie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this reminds but yeah, me. Yeah, like, like I was okay. saying, though, it sounds like he just done fucked up because contract says all music relating to or created in period of time yep. belongs to company. Hand it over. Okay, hands 98% over. Right. Years later, mm -hmm. he does this. And yep. it's like, no, dude, you just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, and, and unfortunately, that that's why that particular lawsuit that just came out was so cut and dry because that's what the that's what the judge said. Like, well, regardless of whatever petty drama is going on here, you technically did breach that contract. <laughs> You're in contempt of court. There, sorry, yep. buddy. It just reminds me. I know I mentioned it before on here, and I keep going back to it because in my mind, it's the one uh, musical uh, legal battle that I remember. But Toad the Wet Sprocket, the band, they had music that came out back in the day but it was largely due to licensing rights owned by their uh publication company and they barely got anything for it so eventually a year many many years later they re-released the music re-recorded it and re-released it and they were able to get the rights off of that just how it was i guess legally uh worked out so they publication company owned the masters to that song but somehow they were able to re-record it you know change up whatever a tone here and there and then uh, they were able to release that and get the money off of that so yeah because because as we will talk in just a moment uh music licensing is very tricky and complicated and mm -hmm. the the laws are surrounding it can be really wacky in terms of like well we're the band who made the song and we recorded the song but we don't own that song anymore and it's like well you don't own that recording of that song so you're gonna have to make a new recording and you can own that one moving forward <laughs> well, we talk about that right now because uh what we're talking about is 